Uh, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the case may be. This is Mike, and you're listening to Mike Dell's World, number 138, for October 2nd, 2009. I just thought I would jump in here before I get into the main meat of the podcast and let you know that I've got a new sponsor. That's GoToMeeting. And, uh, you know, we all have uh, problems. I've been using GoToMeeting for, I don't know, a couple of years at least at work. And now with uh, other things I'm doing at home and also uh, finding it very useful. So anyway, uh, face-to-face business meetings with clients and colleagues are always going to be important. But business travel is a hassle and often a complete waste of money. You can do more and travel less if you use GoToMeeting. With just a click, you can host sales presentations, training sessions, and product demos right from your desk. GoToMeeting is just $49 a month for unlimited online meetings. And think about that. Uh, you know, the average business trip is probably, you know, $1,500 for a, you know, a one-day flight and hotel or a flight out and back. But with this, for $49 a month, that's, you know, probably the cab fare back and forth to the airports. On both ends, and uh, you can host five to five hundred meetings or whatever. It's all unlimited for one low rate. Plus, you get free voice over IP and phone conferencing. That means you know you give give out the number and people can call in on the phone, or they could use their mic and speakers and headphones or whatever on their computer. And that's all included with that flat forty nine dollars a month. And as one of our listeners, you can try GoToMeeting for free for 30 days. That's a month of unlimited online meetings for free. For this special offer, you must visit www.gotomeeting.com slash techpodcasts. That's gotomeeting.com slash techpodcasts for the free trial. And that's uh, techpodcasts in the plural. And uh, anyway... What I did was I uh, went and took a walk the other uh, Sunday morning with the recorder. That seems to be the best time for me to uh, podcast, especially this time of year. Uh, You would think that uh, summer would be the busiest time of the year in Michigan, but uh, actually the fall is. And on top of that, like I said, we're doing the bathroom renovation. I think I go into that a little bit on the uh, walking portion of the podcast here. But, uh, you know, up here we got to get things ready for winter. Uh, and it comes awful fast. Uh, in fact, yesterday morning when I got out of work, it was 30 degrees. And that's, I think, pretty close to the earliest sub-freezing temperature I can remember in, in a few years. But uh, it was much warmer this morning. Uh, it's already up to 48. <laughs> so anyway, Without further ado, I'll just uh, pass it off to myself uh, walking down the uh, trail through the woods. And we'll uh, catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Oh, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whatever the case may be. This is Mike. And I'm out for a walk. Let's see, what time is it? I don't have my watch on out the cell phone. It's 7 11 in the morning and I am walking through the parking lot of the condo 
buildings across the road from the house. I'm heading for the, uh, known as the Tart Trail. I think I talked about that before, but the uh, Traverse City Area Recreational Trail. And uh, today I'm planning on walking up to Five Mile Road. I'm at Three Mile Road right now. <laughs> so, but maybe I'll only walk up to four mile and back and that'll be two miles. Yeah, that's probably the ticket. So I got these signs here in the between the trail and the garage for the condo. Picture of a dog taking a dump with a red line through him. Otherwise, you're not supposed to let your dogs take a dump on their lawn, which I guess is understandable. There, made it up to the trail. Pretty uh, deserted. Not going to have very much of a spectacular sunrise today because it's very overcast, a little foggy. Not quite fog, but... You know how that you get that kind of misty look. Uh, but anyway, we're trail I'm walking along kind of goes through a swamp. It's a paved trail. It's actually there's a wooden bridge over the swampy part. It's a piece of asphalt. Uh, well, I don't know, size of one traffic lane. I don't know, eight feet maybe wide. And it, uh, well, probably just as wide as the dump truck that was dumping the, the asphalt when they made it. But anyway, we're walking right next to a uh, railroad track, which is not used all that often. And it's very dense, thick woods on both sides of, well, on the side, side of the trail that I'm <clears throat> walking on and uh, the side of the railroad track I'm walking next to. Very dense woods right right in here. And <clears throat> excuse me for having a little bit of a hack there. I gotta kinda keep my ears open for other people. I don't think there's gonna be too many on this trail this time of day. But you never know. And anyway, as, as we go along on this trail, we're going to be going into the state park. Actually, through the state park. Not a very big park. State Michigan State Park Campground. And the trail goes along the back edge of it. More or less just an RV park. This part of it. They also got a nice beach on the lake, on Lake Michigan, on East Bay, East Grand Traverse Bay. So, uh, you know, it's like, I don't know, the whole park might be 100 acres, at least the, the part that's habited. Now, from what I understand, a lot of this land back here was given to the state park, after, you know, donated to to them by the some land conservancy or whatever but pretty much undeveloped other than this trail and the 
railroad track. So you get, uh, you know, 20 feet off into the woods. There's nothing. It's good. And, you know, being that it's right close to a fairly metropolitan, you know, I wouldn't say necessarily city, but you know, Traverse City is a small city. It's nothing compared to, you know, the, most of the bigger cities, but, you know, being that it's somewhat of an urban area, having this natural area that's not too far off the, you know, out of town. Like I said, we're right, we live right on the edge of town, so to speak. And, you know, being able to walk into it in two minutes <clears throat> is really quite something. You know, of course, walking along the trail here, you're never... You never feel like you're out of civilization, and you're really not that far out of it anyway, but it's just kind of neat to have this green, undisturbed area not too far away. I'm sure, it's very similar to uh, how people feel about Central Park in New York. I've been there myself, but what I understand, it's fairly large and, and uh, you know, right in the middle of, of all that chaos of the big city, got their little green space. It snuck up on me on a, on a pedal bike. Probably thinks I'm weird talking to myself, but oh well. Wouldn't be the first time people have thought I was weird. <laughs> There's kind of a little clearing here on my right. It's getting a little brighter. Bright enough uh, where I'd say the sun has probably came up, but uh, being that it's cloudy, probably not. Not too far up. But I'm not going to see it. I can see the sun today. We're supposed to get thunderstorms later today, but hopefully we don't get them while I'm walking. <laughs> get to hear a thundercast. So, hey, looking down the trail. Don't see anybody else. Coming up on the bridge wooden walk bridge is probably 50 yards long it uh, goes over a, a little bit of a swampy area it's not too bad of a swamp just it was a bit the dirt was probably more unstable you know they didn't want to put asphalt on it so they made a bridge the bridge is more or less like somebody's deck, big high rails. What does it say? Oh no, no motor vehicles. Why would they have that sign way back here? 
You're not supposed to have any motor vehicles on the trail at all. And what's the sign say? Mile 4E. So four to the east from the center of the trail, I guess. I don't know. crows or whatever they are off in the distance and on the bridge or maybe you can call it a catwalk I guess I don't know it's the bridge a little longer than 50 yards I'd say maybe 75 yards not quite a football field in length Getting a little lighter. <coughs> Excuse me. The peepers in the in the uh, swamp there, the swale. Kind of a I don't know. Wouldn't really call it a swamp swale area. Of course, you know the politically correct term for swamp now is uh, wetlands. Makes you feel better about it. It's kind of like the politically correct term for for bums or hobos is now homeless. It all uh, depends on how you look at it. I don't see anything wrong with calling a swamp a swamp or a homeless guy a hobo. Actually, I think hobo sounds better than homeless. <laughs> Either way. So I'll call this a, a swamp. But yeah, and then there's the there's a the little stream. Just walked over. And we are now entering the Traverse City State Park area. And coming to the end of the bridge. Remember last year, I'd walk up here along this back fence of the campground area. They wild grapes. I don't think they got any of that this year. It's about the right time of the year to find them. Ooh. Wild leaf. <laughs> Leafs ha leaves haven't started falling yet. Uh, looks like it's all the grapevines are kind of yellow. Wander up here and see. Maybe rename this podcast the Call of the Wild here. <laughs> uh, lots of vines, a little bit of fruit. Looks like other other users of the trail have cleaned the fruit off this vine. <laughs> If I go a little deeper into the woods there, I could find some more. Oh, there's a whole bunch coming up. Ooh, what was that? Oh, that's right, it's hunting season. forgot about that. Somebody uh, shooting a duck, probably. It's about the right time of the morning. Yeah, these grapes are really growing. Climbing right up a tree. Crazy. I forgot to bring my camera. Well, maybe I'll come out come down here another day and take take pictures. 
Looks like uh, grapes have multiplied since last time I was down here. I don't go down this trail very often, obviously. I've been down it, oh wow, lots and lots of fruit on that one, but it's on the inside of the campground fence. <laughs> I'll have to go in the campground to get those if I wanted them. Come on the, on the right. Yeah, they just climb up other trees. But you didn't know there was wild grapes. I don't know how wild they are. They're just little, little grapes. They're about the size of, the average size of a small uh, blueberry. You know, instead of the big grapes you are used to. Michigan State Park, no hunting. Oh, no duh. <laughs> In an urban area, sort of, anyway. So you really wouldn't want to hunt back here. Not too far from here. We said where we heard that shotgun blast. There's plenty of hunting grounds. South, south of here is really good hunting, I guess been years since I've hunted. Don't have any real uh, motivation to do that anymore. Except I'd like to shoot that crow. Just because he's noisy and annoying. <laughs> uh, oh well. Interesting background noise, I guess. Walking right along the campground, the back row of the campsite, or back row of the campground, it's a bunch of empty campsites. There's still quite a few people in there camping. About half and half tents to, to RVs or other forms of camper. That's not too bad for them, considering it's almost October. Actually, uh, I think the campground only goes through October 15th. And uh, I do believe they shut everything down then. I think you can still camp, but you don't get uh, water or, or use of the, uh, the uh, bath and shower facilities in the winter. I don't think they heat the building, so I think they winterize everything. Is, it's all right. You know, people that are in RVs most likely have their own water and potty and whatever. I know we do. We'll camp up till uh, November. Uh, in fact, most likely. Well, let's back up a little. Uh, let's see. Last weekend. Did a little uh, work on our bathroom, or at least beginnings of some work in our bathroom. And you know how those projects go. It snowballs into something bigger. And uh, let's see, yesterday uh, we got wood floors in there. I mean, real old, you know, 1940s hardwood floors that were underneath carpet until last week or whatever 
Everybody, we're walking right behind a hotel now. Trail gets uh, a little less, a little less uh, naturey <laughs> through here. But anyway, uh, it's still in the trees. But you know, we're right along a major highway, along a major shoreline. So lots of stuff here. Anyway. Uh, weeks ago we pulled the carpet up in our bathroom and discovered the wood floors so then we thought oh well, we'll refinish these wood floors who puts carpet in a bathroom it's weird but anyway so I pulled up the carpet and wood floors aren't in too bad a shape so I've been sort of sort of working on on that you know, scraping up, uh, somebody painted and didn't put down drop cloths, and, you know, scraping up paint and everything. And uh, I'm going to rent a sander this week from the local rental place, big belt sander, and I'm going to strip it down to bare wood. But uh, what do we got here? A cell tower. Huh, interesting noticed that before here in the woods so, I don't know looks like about a 80 foot pole a little building it's a cellular tower huh. interesting good to know that it's here I wonder what company <laughs> here are the fans from the from the building anyway Yesterday, back to yesterday, we uh, there was a wallpaper strip about halfway up the wall. It was maybe you know foot tall strip of wallpaper. We got that off the walls and took off all the you know towel hangers and you know, all the little hooks and whatever, and got the goop out and filled the holes in. And, when I get back, I gotta do a little sanding. And let's see, while we were at it, we pulled all the caulk out from around the tub and the tub surround and all that and recocked that and generally got the thing ready to paint. Wife's gonna be doing that today. I'm not a painter. <laughs> or at least I hope not to be. And She's painting, and then, like I said, uh, later this week, I'm going to be sanding the floor. And then Friday morning, and this will all tie in with the camper here in a second. <clears throat> but Friday morning, I'm going to pull the toilet up, <laughs> and that's where the camper comes in. Because we don't have two bathrooms. Well, we do if we count the one in the camper. So I'm going to have the camper set up right outside because for three to four days we're going to be toiletless <laughs> in the house because when I do the floor, i got to put down the stain, let that uh, dry, and then i got to put down coats and coats and coats of polyurethane. And polyurethane, first coat takes... Uh, 12 hours, uh, second coat, 
I guess takes less but to dry but you know so I'm figuring 12 hours between so Friday morning I'll pull up the toilet and I'll do the final sanding and prep work right there and I'll put down the stain the stain will have all day to dry while I'm sleeping and then when I get out of bed Friday evening I will put down the first coat of polyurethane. Oh, that's the first time I've been walking behind this place to those putt-putt golf courses and they got a water slide, a go-kart track. And, uh, huh, looks pretty neat from this angle. I don't usually walk up this far on this trail. I don't know why I don't go this way very often. But anyway, we're in the middle of redoing the bathroom. But when we're done, we'll have new, new toilet, new vanity, new sink. Uh, the tub surround will be all uh, freshly sealed up and sealed in. And floors will be nice, uh, solid, waterproof polyurethane finished hardwood. Not that we're going for a show place, it's just you know, carpet in the bathroom was ridiculous and we finally got tired of it. <laughs> Truth be known, I expected to pull it up and find plywood. But surprise, surprise, actually not too bad. I believe it's cherry wood. Uh, I'm not really sure. I believe it's cherry wood. It is some sort of dark hardwood. I mean, naturally dark hardwood. It's not uh, stained that color. There's a couple spots under the uh, vanity was, you know, untouched. Uh, so it was, you know, the original stuff. So I think it's naturally dark. It's kind of a medium brown. Uh, so I'm not positive what kind of wood it is. Uh, but I'm thinking cherry. It could be red oak. I don't know. It doesn't seem hard enough for oak. A little bit that I messed with it. And I'm no master woodworker by any stretch. But I do all right. Okay, we're getting a little closer to the highway now. Act, uh, walking by or walking behind a... I don't remember what kind of restaurant. Oh, Ruby Tuesdays. That's it. <laughs> so, still like a little strip of trees between the trail and the parking lots of these businesses here, and we're like, kind of walking behind them. Right. We, I'm walking behind them. You're just along for the ride. Or along for the walk. Yeah, let's see, we got a Super 8 Motel. And, oh, hey, Hooters. <laughs> Hooters got a nice uh, nice bridge coming from the trail. Where to Hooters? They don't serve breakfast. That's all right. Food's not that great anyway. And to be honest with you, the girls and this Hooters ain't that great either. <laughs> Call it maybe second or third string Hooters girls. 
Well, what do I know? I'm married. I'm not supposed to pay attention to that. And let's see. The next thing past Super 8 is, I believe, a Wendy's. Yep, that's it. And we're almost up to four mile road from three. I think that's about what I'm going to do. I'm going to stop into Speedway. That's where I usually go for my lunch at night. Swing into Speedway and grab me a cup of coffee for the walk back. What have we got there? Seagulls. That's what it was. Huh. Somebody painted a seagull on the on the trail. <laughs> this must be where they congregate. Well, they always hang around fast food places. I, you guys have seagulls where you live. But uh, anytime you're close to the water, even way up north here, seagulls hang around the fast food places. People sit in the parking lot and they'll throw them a french fry or whatever. <laughs> they get nasty too, flying rats. But definitely have a good population of them around here. Like you said, I'm pretty much about a hundred yards from Lake Michigan, this whole walk. And then so there's a highway between where I'm at and Lake Michigan. Rows of businesses on both sides of the road. <clears throat> or whatever, you know, like in the park. There wasn't, but. <coughs> Excuse me. As I've said before, yeah, I can talk and drink coffee and do whatever while on these walks because they're not necessarily for physical health more for mental health and last night I had a pretty good bout of well, I don't know I don't think it's a real disease but something's weird but uh, restless leg syndrome I get to where I can't stop wiggling my legs and I'm sitting in my easy chair trying to watch TV and it's driving me crazy. And uh, so I had to get up and just go to bed. And when I'm in bed, I don't have it as much. It only happens sometimes. don't really know what, what the trigger is. But anyway. Well, we are at Four Mile Road. I'm going to... Uh, Turn this off and I will rejoin you on the trip home. Course, you won't know any different. And if I edit it, you would never know I stopped here. <laughs> anyway. Hey, Mike back with you. Got my coffee in hand. Here near the busy road, but walking back towards the trail. I would go back a different way, but there really isn't a good way to walk along the highway. That'd be noisy. I don't like noisy, even if I'm not podcasting while I do it. 
Uh, see, I heard, heard, him, heard that car go over the railroad track. <laughs> so the trail starts about where the railroad track is. No trespassing on railroad. That'd be fun, walk down the railroad track. <laughs> not really. There's really not many trains that go through here. In fact, top of the rails aren't really that shiny. You know, like heavily traveled railroads are. Like I've explained that before. We've had one or two trains a week for as long as I can remember. Used to be busier than that. But uh, a lot of the industry that uh, supported the railroad isn't here anymore. Replaced by tourism. <laughs> That's why the economy in this part of Michigan isn't nearly as bad as the economy in the south part of Michigan where all the car factories are or were, depending on where you're at. Our little corner of, of Michigan is, yeah, I would say it was untouched. You know, a lot of the car uh, auto workers, a lot of the people up here, uh, the older people in the summer are the retired auto workers from Detroit and Flint and Lansing and down that way. three big areas for car plants. There's actually a couple of, of uh, parts plants up here. There's one that closed down about a year ago. Uh, I always called it Essex Wire, but it was, uh, it was a Textron plant and they made uh, wiring harnesses for, I think Ford, not sure. Oh, this big squirrel about three feet from me. <laughs> Running along the top of the fence. <laughs> oh, there's a flying rat or two. More seagulls. Well, now it's fully bright out, so the sun is up behind the clouds. Still doesn't look like it's going to rain. It's just kind of a gray, gloomy look. Still got that slight foggy look, but that'll clear off. About 65 degrees, I would guess. It's comfortable uh, walking, but uh, not too warm and not too cold. If you're standing around, it might get a little chilly. I'm walking. That's well, neat. Uh, I'm back behind Hooters here. That's <laughs> neat. The Hooters put a bridge over to their parking lot across the little, uh, I don't know what it is. Probably just a pool for their parking lot drain off. Of course, it's dry, it's just a ditch. But, yeah, they spend a little money. Eh? Got a nice uh, concrete sidewalk and somebody on a mountain bike must have rode on it while it was new because uh, 
There's a permanent bicycle tread in the concrete. <laughs> oh, that's all right. And looks like I got another walker. He's coming towards me. But he's far enough away. I don't know the difference. I'm talking to myself. <laughs> I wear the headphones, so the apparatus sticking out of my shirt pocket here doesn't... Uh, you know, it's like it might be some sort of weird MP3 player. Whoops, he disappeared. Must be somebody walking from the park to the little store there. Who knows? The squirrels are awake. A whole bunch of them out all of a sudden. I walked through here a little bit ago before I got my coffee. I didn't see any squirrels. And the road's getting busier out there. So once we get uh, towards the park there, it'll quiet down. More trees between us and the road, and that usually makes it, huh. Sunday brunch at Ruby Tuesdays. Sign out here on the trail. Didn't know they didn't. Uh, brunch. Seagulls. There's that guy that was walking. He's... Walking over to a motel across the highway. So, huh. Oh well. This big water slide thing that I was telling you about. It's about uh, four stories up. It's got two different uh, tubes. A blue one and a green one. Looks like it could be fun. I don't know. Uh, Pirate's Cove, what it's called. We've got bumper boats and go-kart track, water slide and putt-putt golf. I don't know if they still have a uh, arcade game room. It used to be a big thing in the 80s when I was growing up. But I imagine that's probably not as big a deal as it once was. It used to be a business here in Traverse City. It started out, it was a bar called Shadowland Bar. And uh, that place uh, morphed over time. It took half of the, of the bar. It was a pretty big building and uh, made it a uh, video game arcade. It was uh, full of you know, just every kind of video game you can think of. Uh, it was back in the days of Defender, Pac-Man, uh, Space Invaders was a bit old, but anyway, a couple of guys doing some landscaping there. This, uh, this little arcade there was called the Electronic Casino. 
What's cool about that for us kids, you know, I was in high school at the time. I was walking distance from the from the uh, high school. Well, high school and the college kind of are together over there. And uh, this was right on the edge of the college property. But we had an open campus when I was a kid. You, you know, we could just leave anytime we wanted to. And, you know, if we had a free hour or a lunch break, we didn't have to hang around the school, we could go do stuff, and uh, anyway, I used to go over to this electronic casino, and like I said, the cool part was, you know, most times video games were a quarter, so most times video games were a quarter, jogging there, got our iPod in. And there you could get uh, five tokens for a dollar. So we always thought that was just cat's meow. I get an extra game for for your dollar. <laughs> I remember at the time, this was you know early '80s. I'd get a dollar fifty a day for lunch. I could go to the 7-Eleven right near the high school and get a hot dog and a pop for 50 cents. And then I could go over to the electronic casino and play five games <laughs> at my lunch hour. And uh, sometimes it lasted through the lunch hour, sometimes it didn't. But anyway, that's long gone and the college bought that building tore it all down and uh, built a museum. Now it's the Denos Museum Center. Uh, Michael Denos, who it's named after, is the guy that started Chef Pierre Pies here in Traverse City. And uh, Sarah Lee bought him out sometime in the 70s. So now we got a big uh, Sarah Lee pie factory. In fact, all the uh, cherry and blueberry pies that you get from Sara Lee come from right here in Traverse City. The simple fact is, is the cherries are uh, cheaper here. <laughs> They're all grown here. I would say all, but you know, Traverse City area is the largest cherry producer in the country, followed by uh, Washington State does a lot of cherries. Of course, we do a lot of apples, too, so, and that's what they're known for. So, but, uh, but, yeah, all the cherry pies that you get from Sara Lee, and especially the ones that are still branded uh, Chef Pierre, they all come from from here. They got a nice factory outlet store if you ever make it up here. Uh, you can go right to the factory and... Buy all kinds of goodies from Sara Lee. Not all of it's produced here. Uh, they actually bring stuff in from their other factory. Sara Lee, I believe, is based, well, I don't believe, I know it's based in Chicago <laughs> or Chicago area. Forget the little suburb that they're in, but there's a jet getting ready to take off, as you can tell. <laughs> they're going. 
going towards the west today. So the back end of the jet's facing us, facing us here. It's still about a mile away though. That's how loud those things are. Especially today with it being sort of foggy, humid. That'll uh, make the sound carry better. <laughs> he's, uh, he's up and away. He probably was in the clouds by the time he got to a thousand feet. It's definitely low hanging clouds here. <clears throat> there, we're back to State Park. Got the only entrance is on this end of the park so if I want to walk over to the park on the trail I gotta walk the whole length of the park to get in and then all the way back you know if I uh, walk by road it's a lot shorter to come in the front entrance of the park but now that it's lighter out you can see those wild grapes I don't know if they're wild grapes or not. I guess they are. I don't know. I've tried them before and they taste like sort of like grapes. But there's a whole whole bunch of them. The birds tend to like them too. Anyway, I think I'll cut this off here and maybe do a little more from the studio when I get settled. Probably play a song or something. Thanks for going for part of my walk with me.